Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today is Dudes on Demand. It is back, folks, and we are discussing 1990s Hard to Kill. This is a request from Tony in St. Louis, so thank you very much, Tony. Mm-hmm. But before we talk about this, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, let's see. I have seen a lot of stuff lately. I'm, uh, I'm trying to, I've watched Double Indemnity recently. Wow, you're on a wilder kick. I am, man. Billy Wilder. Billy's mm-hmm. the man. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I've just been going on through his movies and, you know, wow, this movie is just, it, it's, it's so awesome. It, it, it's a classic for a reason yeah. and, um, it's as good as Sunset Boulevard and, uh, everybody should see it. Yeah, definitely. It's a classic. Yep. I watched something from way back. From 1923, oh. I watched Safety Last, okay. the silent Harold Lloyd film. Yeah, uh, I caught a clip online of how they did the special effects for when he climbs this building, and it just intrigued me so much I had to check it out from the library. Okay, again, he's a silent film star. It's a comedy, uh, you know, with the title cards and everything. Yeah, and man. I was in stitches almost the whole time. Like <laughs> right. this was a funny movie, Sweet. and it was a silent black and white film, and. At the end, he has to climb the side of a 12-story building, and it's it's terrifying. Right. It looks real. Right. I mean, and it's funny. I mean, if you like kind of <laughs> slapsticky type stuff right. and a bunch of gags, uh, you might like this movie. I mean, I liked all of Buster Keaton's movies that I saw from around that same time. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's it's just as breathtaking as what you as what you mentioned with the stunts and everything. Yeah, and definitely. the comedy. It, uh-huh. It's so funny, and it's really great special effects. Yep, if you're into Keaton or Chaplin, yeah. check out Lloyd, dude. Check mm-hmm. out Safety Last. Right. So now let's talk about... A uh, different kind of movie. Hard to kill, Dave. Uh-huh. Why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Okay. There's a cop who is surrounded by... Well, by he... the way, hold yeah. on, wait, wait. This is a Steven Seagal movie, folks. Yeah. I failed to say that. Well, you know, you, you, you did mention the title, and the title uh-huh. had three words. So I think everyone and knew... death or kill yeah. or, or something along those I mean, lines. Out for it? Justice, so, yeah. Hard to Kill, March <laughs> right. for Death. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, th- there is definitely a format there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he uh, Steven Seagal is is maybe like he works in maybe the dirtiest police department that that there's ever been. Is he a cop? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's how dirty it is. I couldn't Yo, tell. Oh, you couldn't tell if he was a cop. No, or I didn't oh, know. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a cop. Okay, I figured. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, this movie, everybody, and so he is his wife and daughter, his wife and son or whatever are there's an there's an attempt made on their lives by these dirty cops who are in league with a senator to, you know, I guess do some shit to to to, to, to do bad things. To do bad things. It's never really specified. Yeah, it's very vague. But um yeah, the uh, they 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 try to kill him. He goes into a coma and like 7 years later he wakes up from the coma and it turns out that that his uh like there's only other one, there's only one other cop, his partner who knows that he's still alive and uh the, the news leaks and now they're after him again. Okay. So <laughs> his partner, uh, I didn't recognize this actor right away. Okay. But when I looked him up, he is the guy who frisks Rob Lowe in Wayne's World. Is he now? Yeah. Um, oh, it's him. Yep. It is. It's the cop it's, from Wayne's that's World. Right. It's the Holy guy who has the, the rubber glove. Right. Yeah. That was the only recognizable role that I, I could pin out, take out from his IMDb page. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So he's got that. He, he's been in some good stuff. Okay. Yeah. I liked him better in Wayne's World. So did I. Um. <laughs> so yeah, the movie sounds pretty ridiculous because mm-hmm. it is. And... You kind of want that in an uh, an early '90s action movie. Yeah, 
But this one's pretty bad, if you ask me. It's okay. uh, pretty low on the totem pole. Really? Yeah, I I have to come out right away and say, I didn't like this movie. Okay, well, this is going to turn mm-hmm. into another History Boys podcast, okay. or waiting thing, probably. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, it's a, you know, I, 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 I semi-enjoyed it, I have to say. Okay, there's a couple enjoyable things. Yeah. There's just not enough enjoyable things. Okay. Um, it's too generic. Um, there's better... <laughs> So you do get a neck stab, so you do get that uh-huh. with a pool cue, by the which was awesome. Yeah, and then he says a line that you can never forget. It says, "That's for my wife. Fuck you and die." <laughs> so you get that in this movie. So that's great. He says that as he's <laughs> killing a man with a pool cue. Yeah, and I, I, I think he says it after he does the stabbing, and yeah. I don't even know if the guy's alive to hear it. He um, might be dead. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's a quite an epic line. But it also features maybe Steven Seagal's most famous uh, oh, action yeah. hero mm-hmm. line. Yeah. Um, throughout the movie, William Sadler, who plays the senator, the crooked senator, has one of the most cliched political, um, I guess, uh, re- re- this 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 thing, the re- phrase that he keeps repeating over and over uh-huh. again, which is, "You can take that to the bank." Yep, it's in all of his commercials, it's in all of his speeches. It's his campaign catchphrase, man. He even says it in everyday conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, like at the, he punctuates sentences with with this ending. Yep. So Steven Seagal, after waking from his coma, is watching a commercial, and William Sadler says mm-hmm. this, and Seagal retorts with, "I'm going to take you to the bank, the blood bank." <laughs> He yes, he yes. has the blood bank line, and and mind you, he is n- there's no one else around when he says this. Oh yeah, he's talking to himself. That's so, how conviction, how much conviction he has to get this guy. I don't get it. I I I it's really pretty bad. I, I've I've never gotten it. It's no hilarious matter, though. No matter what action hero we're talking about, I have never understood one liners. To show toughness, they don't make sense no. in any context. No. Why would you do that? Why would you say that? You never would. There, there, there's no yeah. reason for it. <laughs> if you're killing someone, that's serious business. And look, I'm not saying that I don't like to watch people getting killed on screen because I do. I, I love one-liners too. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I think they're great. I, I, I've never liked them. Really? Even the good ones. Even Arnold. I, I don't like any of his oh, one-liners. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, I, I, I know all of them, and I right. can make fun of them with you. Okay. But it takes you completely out of the movie. That's true. You know? <laughs> so, Blood Bank... I don't like it. All right, but so okay, so you were saying you really quite enjoyed this film, though, right? Overall, um, I, I I think I did for yeah. what it is. Yeah, but the one-liners—that that's not a part of it. No, no, wow. not not at all. I like the one you mentioned about you know you killed my wife, fuck you. But but I don't consider that a one. That's not a one-liner. That's I'm finally getting some revenge for my murdered family. Yes, exactly. And, um, I'm vocalizing it, and that might be semi what you'd say. You know, that is true. I know. would probably say that yes. after stabbing a guy in the neck with a pool cue. You, you're already there. You've already gone <laughs> as far as, well. as stabbing someone in the neck with a pool cue, so you might as well... A couple like... F-words won't... <laughs> That's be... right. <laughs> That's the icing on the cake. <laughs> but I mean, like, so, so the movie kind of gets started. Well, the, the, there's an, a, a completely extraneous action scene that, that is, a, like, totally divorced from yeah. the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, Steven Seagal, the cop, like, like, when we first see him, he's videotaping the senator... Yeah. Um, like doing a deal with local gangsters. On a dock. On a dock somewhere. Of course. And and it's perfect video and audio mm-hmm. um, with this, you know, 1990 camcorder. 
So he gets the footage he needs. I thought it might have been a sniper rifle or something at so first. So did I. I was like, it's, what is he it's holding? It's got a long scope on it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe the cops have better camcorders back there. I don't know. I guess so. Uh, and but this he, was 83, by the way. In the, this in this the, part in the takes film, place in yes. 1983. And That's some advanced technology <laughs> for a local police force. Do they even tell you tell us that at the beginning of the movie that it's 1983? I, I, I think so. Does it say I across think the screen? So because, okay. Well, I don't know, but because then when he wakes up from the coma, it says seven years later, 1990. Yeah, it does. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you don't know it's 1983 until it tells you it's 1990. Whatever. Wow. Okay. Fine. Um. <laughs> so he he goes to uh he he's ta- he he escapes from the situation. He goes to this to this uh, like convenience store. It's a liquor store, really. Yeah. Yeah, and these toughs walk in, and they're going to rob this liquor store. Uh huh. And he spends the next ten minutes like having this back and forth with them, mm-hmm. and he breaks all of their arms. Each guy is kind of like in in various ways, you know, beat the shit out of uh-huh. with with, with uh, Steven Seagal's Aikido skills. It's amazing. Um, and. Uh, I, I don't know why this scene is here other than to pad the runtime, but like it it is strictly a whatever you whatever we know about Steven Seagal uh-huh. off screen and his attitude. Right. You know, we, we know that he was very difficult to work with, mm-hmm. that he was uh, like like famously one of the biggest Hollywood assholes, you know, you've ever seen. It's because mm-hmm. of stuff like this. It is. Um, where, where it like imagine five guys not getting any offense in. These guys are five professional thugs. Yes. They rob people for a living uh-huh. and beat people up for a living. That's their job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they come in with a shotgun <laughs> and they they totally blast the store clerk and yeah. kill him. Yeah. And then there's one shot left in this shotgun and he puts it to Steven Seagal's throat and he just kind of like steps into it and says, you got one shot left. You think you can take me or some bullshit like that? <laughs> and I don't know how he does it, but he aikidos him. Yes, he gets out of it. Oh wait, I got a play-by-play. We're done. Shotguns the guy, shotgun to his throat, nutshot trip, flip another guy, knocks the knife guy through some wine, flips the other dude, clothesline, grabs the shotgun, throws it away to confront the knife guy, and twists his leg 720 degrees. That's the fight, basically. <laughs> I'm in awe of it's, you um, right now. I, I I I had no idea you were gonna produce the, this play it, by it, uh, play. This is like my favorite part of the movie, actually. Okay. <laughs> the extraneous scene. <laughs> I wanted more of this in the movie. There wasn't enough of it. No, there was there wasn't enough fighting. Like no. there was a couple cool fights, like the yeah. pool hall fight is cool. Yeah. When he stabs the guy in the neck. And, yeah. <laughs> and this fight, like that's all I really remember liking too much. Okay. But one thing you had talked about is like how he he's such an asshole, you know, uh-huh. in real life. Yes. And in these scenes, he is just like the cool guy. Like I said, he just walks into the shotgun like right. I'm going to take you down. Right. Who does that? Nobody does that. It's 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 a it's a man who who has very little I guess confidence in life who 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 needs to show like how badass he he's is. He's got to be badass. Yes. Like he has to be badass. It Nothing it's else will do. Stupid. And 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 you know, when you look at the ending credits, fight choreographer Steven Seagal. Well, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so like he wrote all these fights. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm to sure to make himself look good. to make himself look good. I mean, like like I, there are other martial artists in the world. I mean, you know, I I don't. I I I've, we we we've already kind of gone like a lot of times on the show into like vanity projects in right. general and like what's the point of them? I still we still don't have an answer for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because uh, we we don't have that mindset. I mean, like the, mm-hmm. there's there's no reason to film yourself beating up other people, pretending to beat up other people. Right. And like in this fight and the pool hall fight, he has like a gun. 
Yeah. And he puts it down because he's too <laughs> he's too cool and it's not fair enough to the 12 bad guys surrounding him. You, you've, you've just nailed it. Right. I, I, yeah. What the fuck? That yeah. doesn't make sense. He's too skilled. He's He's got to be good at fighting. Uh-huh. He's got to be super sexy. And, yeah. and the nurse has to be checking out his comatose cock. Oh, my and God. Fucking. Jeez, oh, the nurse with the yeah, looking under the sheet yeah. at his cock. And, and and like talking about and like, like just you know drooling over oh it. man I mean yeah oh. actual like drool like she's just she looking says at it going, something yes. like oh my god yes I she's, hope it wakes up or, I don't god. know what she says this but woman, it's disgusting she's lusting after a comatose patient like peeking under his gown and looking at his penis and like actual drool I mean like like she she like <laughs> she, oh yeah. it's terrible it's really bad <laughs> it's that beard he's got a huge beard at this point. <laughs> Does that happen in comatose patients? Yeah, like facial like hair grows still, like, like your that? facial okay. hair still grows. Yeah. Okay. I don't, is the ponytail still there? The, she oh, has, dude, it totally is. Yeah. Well, no, but but she she's taken the the um like the hair is just flowing. Okay. That's, like right. she took she took the rubber band out, so now it's just a big. Because there's know, there's one scene when like it's either his wife when he's having sex with her <laughs> or when he has sex with the nurse. I can't remember, but they're like twirling his ponytail they with both, their fingers. They both do it. <laughs> they both do yes. it. Oh. Both ladies. He sexes in this movie. Like, like one of, when I handle that ponytail. Jesus. I know. Oh. I know. It's so gross and greasy. <laughs> and <laughs> I'd forgotten like how greasy it, it is. I mean, I, I like it. This isn't a, like a, a Terry silver. No, ponytail. no, it's not his ponytail. I mean, this is like, it, it's, it's got a bunch of product in it and it, and it doesn't move really. It's, it's shimmers and it's, <laughs> it's thick. It is. He could probably hit somebody with it. <laughs> in in best of the best two, that does happen. Does Not it? with him. Like a pon like a yeah, hair someone twirl uses smack. someone uses their ponytail. I as think a that's a Mortal Kombat move too, actually. Oh, is it yeah. really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's Sindel's move in MK3. Oh, shit. Okay, well, by the way. Perfect. <laughs> then it can happen. <laughs> we know that, that it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> so the bad guys kill his family and kid. Yeah. He goes in the coma. Secretly, I guess his partner hides him. <laughs> yeah, for seven whole years That's right. in a hospital. Right. I don't know how that happens, but it does. It's yeah. I who knows. I, I think the main problem I have with this movie is it's just so ridiculous. Oh, it's, it's illogical. Too yeah. ridiculous. I like ridiculous shit too. Mm-hmm. But it's like nothing makes a single lick of sense in this movie. No. And as soon as he wakes up out of the seven-year coma, the bad guys know he's awake. And come for him as a fake doctor to sneak in. <laughs> Why didn't they just come get him like, <laughs> like earlier, two years before this, or right when he went in a coma? Like, well, they they didn't how know. How did they th- find th- out? They they didn't know he was in a coma. Well, how did they find out he was in the coma? Because someone screws up and call, like 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 he he had left instructions to uh, like the, the his partner had left the nurse Kelly LeBrock's character uh-huh. with instructions of a number to call whenever Steven Seagal wakes up. Doesn't matter if it's seven years from now. Oh, call this number. Okay. So he does. So she does. She calls the number and she asks for the partner. And Dean Norris, yes, uh, yes, answers the phone. <laughs> Hank Schrader himself. Hank, yes, Hank Schrader answers and can't uh, like like apparently he has gone crooked, and he has this like really amazing like action movie villain grin on his oh, face. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. it's on. Like mm-hmm. like no time has passed for him. Mm-hmm. They've just been thinking about Steven Seagal, the dead Steven Seagal, for the last seven years, uh-huh. and, and being so satisfied how they got him, but he's alive, and now it's oh man, it's on. Like like wouldn't that <laughs> wouldn't that completely like if you got that call and you're Dean Norris. 
I, I think you'd shit yourself. I think I I mean, apart from just oh my god, oh my god, it's it's he's been alive this whole time. Jesus. Oh, now we got to scramble. Now we yeah. all got to get together. We got to make a plan. Okay. He just smirks at no one. <laughs> And he intercepts the, the news, and it doesn't get back to the partner because he's now off the force. So that's when the fake doctor, who is also a crooked cop, um, comes to the hospital to get Steven Seagal. And then there's like a, a chase sequence through the hospital. Yeah. Steven Seagal is in a gurney. Yeah, he's on a gurney, a stretcher. Yeah. And he's wheeling himself around using like a broom. Yeah. Escaping this totally mobile doctor with an <laughs> automatic pistol. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> and he keeps ditching him. <laughs> On different floors through uh-huh. the elevator. I kind of like this part. Oh, this was, this was, was well cool. constructed. I mean, yeah. like, his muscles have atrophied, so he doesn't have yeah. any, like, use of, of... So he just has to take this broom, and on the little bit of... He can use his hand, like Stephen Hawking, he's able to, like, you know, get the, 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 the buttons, like, right, yes, yeah. on the elevator to work. Right. I liked it. And then yeah. he eventually runs into Kelly LeBrock, the nurse, uh-huh. and she helps him get out of the hospital and throws him into her convertible, and they... They speed off to her mansion yes. where this nurse oh, lives. Oh, God. This is Zen Garden uh, Utopia. <laughs> the most convenient. That she can afford. <laughs> now, now, to be fair, she is house-sitting. She is? Yes. Why am I missing all these details? I don't know, dude. Okay. I, you, you just weren't paying close enough attention to this, to this, you know, masterpiece. Damn I mean, it. Yeah, it's but but it is now. Now they they don't reveal that uh, like right away. She, okay. You know, I, right. I wish that as they drove up to the place, we would have heard, "Hey, I'm house sitting for somebody." Instead, they let you kind of stew in it for five minutes, going, "Why does this nurse have this place?" And then you know, okay. then they reveal it. So. Oh, well. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and, um, you know, like to, again, show for Steven Seagal to show his, you know, not not only his badassery, but his his knowledge of other cultures, which is real. I know. I know that he yeah. opened a dojo mm-hmm. in the Far East and he was the only Westerner over there who was teaching martial arts. I get it. Mm-hmm. He's a legitimately bad dude. Yeah. In order to, like, you know, get him on the mend, he starts to draw in like Chinese writing on a piece of paper and asked her to go to Chinatown and get these products for him Mm -hmm. because he's then going to sit in the Zen garden and apply. Yeah. He does uh, acupuncture to himself and moxibustion and all this stuff. Yeah. Like he, he, and that's how he gets well. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a whole montage. Yeah. A whole like greased up montage. dude. (laughs) If he doesn't have flaming needles in himself, he's like punching a board. Yeah. I think he climbs a mountain and punches a board in half. It was very Rocky Four. It was. It was totally a Rocky Four montage. And the whole montage is almost like verbatim, other than the the, the flaming does, needles. Doesn't it show clips from earlier in the movie? It does. Just like in Rocky Four. Yes. Yes. These weird flashbacks <laughs> to something that happened twenty minutes like ago in the movie. His family is murdered. Like it's playing in his head, and then he like is lifting weights. And then he remembers his son, and then he punches a board. Completely unnecessary. Yeah. We know what this man's motivation is to get better. We we are we are well aware of this. And then after the montage, the nurse comes in and fucks him. <laughs> yeah, because that dude. That's what you need. That's the next generic plot point in an early '90s action film. Oh man! And he's like grabbing her hits and stuff oh God. he is all i, I mean his she, ponytail's she, probably touching him i mean like, yes i know like as soon as she kisses him dude her his his hand goes right to her and you know that wasn't in the script oh of course that was not. an improvisation i mean and, and she shows up like in his little area of the house like what wearing this little slinky black dress 
and she's her hair's all teased out in yep. the eighties, and it's and she's looking <laughs> yeah, real yeah. good. It is very eighties. I mean, good lord, the hair had to come off the scalp back then. It just was, you know, and and, and they just start making out, and like the loudest saxophone you've ever heard is playing. One of my notes is fuck all this sexy saxophone. I hate it. So, I, I, it's, I, it's all. It's even like it's it's practically in the action scenes. It's I, yeah, everywhere. I know. I know. <laughs> Well, and there's all, and if there's not a saxophone, there's an electric guitar score. Oh yeah, there's a really bad electric guitar in this movie. I mean, it's all just like mm-hmm. whammy bars and and wah wah pedal, and uh-huh. and it's 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 like I mean, it's just it's I'm so awesome music, and it uh, is. and and it, mm-hmm. it it adds nothing. And and I mean, as far as the saxophone goes, I I got I got to tell you though, man, like when I was a kid and seeing movies like this, uh-huh. when I would. Uh, dream about you know ladies yeah um there's always a saxophone there was always a saxophone (laughs) well because this the movies taught you that of course (laughs) it 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 really does have an effect on you Mm -hmm. like you you think that this is going to happen to you in real life i don't mind the sex the sexy sax i like it you know but it's overused in this movie it's like it literally is everywhere i know Every time she shows up on screen, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it's right. like it's just this refrain. I think when she's still nursing him in the hospital, it's <laughs> it is. Like, it's not even over sex. It's just oh, there's a lady here. She's looking you at know? a comatose dude, and it's playing sexy sex. Oh, God, <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. Um, so now I think this is when he learns his son is still alive. Or That's something right. Like that. Yeah, yeah. He meets his old partner, and he tells him, and then. Stagall's like, we're going to kill every last one of them. <laughs> and then he shoots like a flower pot. By the way, there's like, this This is an arsenal in this lady's mansion. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Maybe she's house-sitting like some general's house. It's, it's got to be. Know. Maybe it's Buko's house from Desperado. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like, actually. <laughs> because later when the bad guys raid the house, uh-huh. like... Every corner has like another loaded machine gun there. I know. Like, <laughs> I know. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's a good house. It, yeah. It, 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 if you wanted to like hide out from dirty cops, this is the place you'd come. It is. It's and got it's a peaceful. Yes. Spot. You, you can do your you can do your Aikido outside, or you can get in a jeep that is bulletproof, and and you know you just do donuts. And right. Dude, like he throws one dude out a window that looks like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I was gonna do it. Dude, it's the best. <laughs> I wrote Keith Hernandez. Okay, dude. I guess either one is good. <laughs> well, it's the mustache. It is, man. Oh, Yo, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> and that fight thing, like when they when the cops attack the house, when they come in there to like get him. Uh huh. Of course, like like any action situation, you know, when when someone takes out ten guys, they attack one by one. Uh huh. When you said that you wanted more of this, you're talking about the 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 liquor store scene. Uh huh. I think that this starts to qualify. Yeah, you know, like like yeah, this, this part this, works. This fight sequence is kind of great. Yeah, because mm-hmm. um, after you know uh, Keith Hernandez slash Freddie Mercury gets thrown through the window, <laughs> um, <laughs> there's all these other guys. They get subdued one at a time, and and like he's either sh- he, if he shoots them, he has to aikido them first. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's what I love. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's, it's what you come to a Steven Seagal movie for. You, you sidekick a man, yes. and as he's stumbling backwards, you blast him in the chest with a <laughs> shotgun so that he flies over the bar. Yes, you want that guy <laughs> <Yeah>. dead, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, that's, that's what you get. That's a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> it is ultra violent stuff. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, um, then there was. I did want more, but the stuff that was in it was good. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, good fights. I agree. That, that, that is what you... Um, 
the stuff that's good in this movie is good, but but the but the stuff that is like surrounding it is very cartoonish. Um, to the point, everything with William Sadler is not based in any kind of reality. You know, like like if you have a crooked politician in a movie, you you, you can do that and still have it be not a cartoon. Yeah, it's you it's, know everything he does is unrealistic. Oh, completely. Like, and right, right. You know what? He's not even in the movie a lot. He's, he's not. barely in this movie. He's he's not he's not around very much. And when he is, he's he's doing something that is completely out of character for anybody, for even something in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it it was definitely the most uh, the poorly developed and and poorly written part. I think that really disappointed me a lot too because uh-huh. I like William Sadler. Me too. I think he's great. I do too. And and even as a villain, he's really good. Yeah. But he doesn't do anything in the movie, and he hardly even like is like giving commands to people to like go out and kill Seagal. Like he does it maybe once or twice. The cops like, are kind of on their own. You don't you really know? see like how it's affecting him. No. And like what he's doing about it. Right. He's just sitting there in a hot tub with like some babe. <laughs> that hot and, tub scene. I mean, okay. Like wh- now when that happens, Steven Seagal <laughs> has already taken out like the whole police force. Yeah. They're gone. It's down to like they got four pool guys. cues in their necks. They, they all are dead with pool cues. <laughs> their l- bodies are littered around Chinatown. That's right, <laughs> exactly. Bobby Six Killer went down too. <laughs> um, and like, okay, so 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 that's happening. Like Steven Seagal is definitely coming for him. Why is he in this hot tub when he knows that like the war is coming to his doorstep in about five minutes? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You know, like like if if that was the case, it as soon as you knew this guy was alive. You would start, you know, like mm-hmm. you wouldn't send a bunch of a bunch of idiots after him. You do what you do what you needed to do yourself. You're a senator. You probably have. I mean, a senator actually, as we know, has secret service around him at all times. He's got people. He's got tons of people. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to use Dean Norris. He's got secret people. That's right. Yeah. You think Steven Seagal is hard to kill? These secret people uh-huh. are hard to kill. They are hard to kill, and they will kill anybody you ask them to. Yep. Um, but they, they, I guess they just didn't want to involve that part of it. But when he, when they go to the, to his house and he's sitting there in that hot tub with that lady, one of the, one of the cops comes up and tells him what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he tells the lady, Hey, scram, you yeah. know, like, like, cause I guess it's time for war. He, he says something about how they're not going to go to the ballet tonight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then, and then he says like, get out of here. Yes. Yes. Um, and then he goes and, uh, like he hides in a closet in, in the master bedroom mm-hmm. of the house. And his defense against Steven Seagal, who is taunting him while walking up the stairs to his bedroom saying, I'm going to come get you, William Sadler. Um, when Seagal opens up the door to the closet, William Sadler, I can't remember what he yells, but it's something mm-hmm. about like, die, motherfucker, or something okay. like that. <laughs> and he has a shotgun. And Seagal, it's probably the the, the most easily subdued villain it is. In a movie like this, it I've is. ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and I don't want, I don't need to have like William Sadler have an Aikido fight with with Steven Seagal because that would be a little bit, you know, far fetched. Yeah, but it needs to be at least a thing where he maybe shoots him once. Uh huh. You know, like like wounds Seagal. That yeah. none of that happens. It's the I was so disappointed in yeah. the ending of this movie. Okay, like like you said, it he just gets him. 
I know. He just kind of gets him. He, 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 Nothing yes. happens. And for, and for like the next five minutes, he's like just like flicking his ear and, and just taunting him and, and, and like, you know, being as confident as any man has ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably going to hook up with that babe. Of course he is. He's going to go in the hot tub. He's going to show up. He's going to go in that hot tub. <laughs> Kelly LeBrock will be there too. And it'll just Jeez. be a big party. There's a guy playing a sax. Of course. Oh, man. Yeah. It, it's it's all going down. <laughs> Um, and, and when the other cops, like uniform police show up, like a SWAT team, real cops, yes, good guys, good guys, not, not, cro- not like uh. every detective on the LAPD is crooked, <laughs> apparently like completely crooked. Um, <laughs> and the cops show up and like they, they, they have their guns trained on Steven Seagal who has his gun trained on William Sadler uh-huh. and the, 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 the captain of the SWAT team walks in and goes, Hey Seagal, we, we know you were set up. Don't worry about it. Everything's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's so, so dumb. This <laughs> ending is the... I hate this ending. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. It's terrible. It's just it's just like, well, we don't feel like writing anymore. Uh, yes, exactly. That's what it is. They, 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 yep. Oh, man. Yeah, wow. It, and, and then Kelly LeBrock and... The son show up uh-huh. also a- a- after after they take away William Sadler in uh, in handcuffs, and th- he puts his arms around them. Mm-hmm. I think the saxophone comes in one last time, <laughs> <laughs> and he says something about like it's time for us to take a vacation. What do you think, champ? And he like tossles the kids. Hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like I, we we should mention the 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 way that that uh, William Sadler is finally foiled is that Seagal had given Kelly LeBrock the tape of uh-huh. the um. Of the footage, you know, showing from the dock at from the, the beginning, dock, yeah. right? Seven years ago, yes, and and it's apparently not withered in, in the slightest. A perfect audio, mm-hmm. and um, she gives it. Kelly LeBrock gives it to this uh, reporter, and it completely absolves Steven Seagal of all wrongdoing mm-hmm. when shown once on television. Yep. Um, because audio and video cannot be manipulated in the slightest. No investigation is necessary. Uh, Everything is just, you know, like, and that's that. And you can't even see who it is on the video. Well, you do right at the end. You do? Oh, he turns around. After he says, you can take that to the bank, he walks toward the camera. Oh, yeah, and then he's in the light. He's bathed in light for just a second. Uh, And you can see, okay, that's William. Oh, that's Senator William Sadler. And you know what sucks? In the beginning of this movie, when Seagal is filming this, Mm -hmm. About three or four times, he says something along the lines like, who is this guy? He says it like, who are you? I know. Right? I wonder. I know who you are, but who's that guy? And who's He's it? like three times. Yes, it's like, I know. Come on. Just I know. Tidy it up. <laughs> tidy it up. He also has a running motif early in the film where he's asking people about the Oscars. Oh, yeah. That kind of got on my nerves a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think while he's filming Maybe William he's... Sadler, he's like, I'm make, come, come on, make the deal. I'm missing the Oscars here. Uh-huh. And then he goes to the liquor store and asks the guy, hey, why aren't you watching the Oscars? Mm-hmm. Do you think Seagal really wants an Oscar? Oh, is, absolutely. That would just be the bee's knees to him, yes, dude. Yes, it would. Because he really believes that he is an actor's actor. Um, and He's not going to win for best actor. He will never win, yeah. even for fight choreography of any kind. If if such an award exists, I don't know if they actually do like yeah. an Oscar for for fights. What but... were those uh, special effect awards we talked about the one time? Like the, oh yeah, the like Bull the... Rider awards. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. the, the Toros, I think. The Toros, yeah, right? the Toros. Sure. Okay, yeah. Maybe he, he'll win a Toro. He, he could win a Toro. He could walk away with a Toro. Okay. Um, and and you know the what? The ponies, the ponytails. <laughs> 
can win the pony one. <laughs> well, he can't anymore. He got rid of that thing. Yeah, that's true. You know? I think that they only gave out ponies up to like 1993. Yes. And then there weren't really any ponies around. So. Because by then, Under Siege had happened. Oh, and, yeah. And, it, and mm-hmm. it, you know, he had to play a military man, so you can't have that. Yeah. Um, and it just, it like like Samson, it robbed him of all his power. Yeah. Uh, you know, Portugal. He, exactly. Um, you know. <laughs> but it made a better movie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, dude, and like... These movies, like they're 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 you know off the assembly line. Of course, we all know that. Yeah. But like, the thing that keeps them coming back to us is both the fighting and I guess the other actors in the movie who are who are giving good performances mm-hmm. uh, who aren't Steven Seagal. But that doesn't really happen here because the characters are so thinly drawn. I mean, like the yeah. wife character that he has, like his wife who gets killed. Yeah, she exists in this movie only to be motorboated by Steven Seagal. Yeah, when mm-hmm. the, when their kid goes mm-hmm. to sleep. What you would think is that she'd exist in this movie to make you feel bad for him mm-hmm. and give him some motivation yes. to avenge her death. You think? No, he just wants some boobs in his face. Why yeah. is this in the movie? I like, don't like know. Y- y- you can't, you can't like have this thing where, where I mean, if they just gunned him down while they were in their bed, mm-hmm. um, but no, she has to be nude on camera, and and this, ha- you know, right? He comes. It's oh, I hate this scene when he comes home from the liquor store. Yeah. Okay. By the way, you have a wife and kid at home, but you want to confront these thugs and take care of them? Shut up, dude. I know. Get home to your wife exactly. and kid. Exactly, yes. But anyways, after he does that, he gets home to his wife and kid, and she's just waiting for him, man, in this, like, negligee. Yeah. Come on upstairs. I've been waiting for you. What have you been doing? She, I don't care. Just do me. She lives to be yeah. done by Steven yeah. Seagal. That, that, that is her whole life. Yep, and then they go check on the boy, which is <laughs> so, such an obvious scene to try to get some kind of like sappiness in oh, here. Oh, it's completely sacred terrible. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. And then I think they say some prayers and like, oh, he's such a wholesome guy. You know? <laughs> no. And then his family's murdered. Oh, I can't believe this happened to this dude. Yes, I can. His ponytail sucks. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's just no, stupid. I know. I know. It's stupid. And it's in these movies. <laughs> but but yeah. that's what it, that's what I expected kind of. Well, I, but I didn't. I didn't expect like you just explained the whole thing of like wife and kid, and and let, let's show how how wholesome and what a great family man he is. Mm-hmm. I like my action movie protagonist to be kind of you know booze hounds. Yeah, you know, like like kind, kind of, of this, an anti-hero. Type yes, dude. kind of fringes of society kind of guy, like Mike Hammer. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to have a thing where Steven Seagal, who who I'm paying a ticket to see beat up people, yeah. is a family man. I don't you mind know? it. Like I don't mind that. It's fine. Okay. In uh, True Lies, Arnold is Harry Tasker with his family, and he's, you know, I mean, but that but, doesn't but, bother me. But part of the plot, though, is is that he is, like, an absentee father, that he's not doing his Well, yeah, his that's duty. true, yeah. You know? Okay, so he's not so perfect. You're there. right, yeah. He's absent. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Steven Seagal's just a perfect, you know, spitting image of the, the perfect oh, yeah. family man. He, he is he is like L.B. Mayer's dream of, of, <laughs> right. like, a, of like, a perfect American. <laughs> and, and, you know, oh, man, it's, it's, it's really terrible. Yeah, and and completely artificial because we like we said at the top we know what a what a rotten guy Steven Seagal is in real life and how tough he is to work with and so on top of beating everybody up he also has to be you know a wonderful human being uh huh yeah um do you know what happens to Dean Norris is he just disappear um well, or he, does he get murdered he gets murdered I can't by, remember he, I, I, and I can't remember when it is if it's in the if it's in the uh, like William is Sadler's it, pool hall is it during the Chinatown thing. Did, well, I which yeah, I which guy? Gets, some, somebody gets thrown into a dumpster after <laughs> after he breaks his leg. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. And then the guy who played Bobby Six Killer in um, 
uh, Renegade. Uh, uh-huh. I think the guy's name is Branscombe Richmond. He's the he's a, a really tall, like um, broad-shouldered Native American actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a pretty good fight with Steven Seagal in Chinatown, and I believe it's the only time that Steven Seagal gets punched in this movie. Wow. I guess he, even he said, wow, Branscombe Richmond is a very large man. I probably wouldn't be able to just destroy him. I got to get hit at least once. Sure. One right. time will work. Yeah. I can manage that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about with this um, movie? Well, I, I, I don't think so. Because <laughs> okay. I, I think that we've, we've I, I knew there would come a day where we'd crap on Steven Seagal. Yeah, um, it was fun. And it was. It, yeah. it was just as fun as I'd pictured it, okay. really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, no, nothing else in this movie. Um, thanks a lot, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tony. <laughs> Dean, Dean Norris! Norris! Oh, yes. yes, that's perfect, dude. Um, <laughs> one more. Th- did he shoot William Sadler in the dick? He says he he's going to do it, and then he oh, like yeah. purposely misses. Mm-hmm. He misses, and right. And then talks about, I can't believe I missed. Uh-huh. I never miss. Well, your dick's so small. It's so small compared to mine. Kelly LeBrock can prove it. Oh, God. Oh, I hate... You know what, dude? I <laughs> I want everybody to watch the movie Kinsey. Um, okay, yeah. Because uh, William Sadler plays a character who's a who has like the, the worst, most deplorable sex life uh-huh. in human history. Um, and his, his thing that he does is he's able to bring himself to orgasm by masturbating in less than 10 seconds. Wow. What um, a champ. And, and like, <laughs> and he doesn't even like, like the whole, he does it like right in front of the, right in front of like Liam Neeson and Chris okay. O'Donnell and uh, all these guys. And the, cause they, they don't, they don't believe him and it happens. And it was on my mind the whole time when he was in that <laughs> bathrobe. <laughs> it's that oh scene God. in Kinsey when Jeez. he is like talking about his sex life and it's yeah. Awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> So would you recommend this movie, Dave? Um, I I can't in good conscience as uh, as someone who is supposed to be you know trying to become a film critic. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I I probably can't recommend it. But I did enjoy a lot of stuff in it. Okay, and yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. There are better Steven Seagal movies out yeah. there by far, mm-hmm. and there's better William Sadler movies. You want to see a good Sadler villain? Watch Die Hard Two. He's doing yes, stuff in that movie. You're right. And he's doing naked katas. You know? <laughs> you see his buns and everything. I forgot about his naked kata in Die Hard 2. You're right. <laughs> so do that. And I also would recommend Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey for some good William Sadler. Yeah, Sander. dude. He's playing the Grim Reaper in yep. that, dude. And yep. Shawshank Redemption. Of course. He's great. In, he's good in everything he's, he does. He's a good He's actor. great. He's right. a great actor. Mm-hmm. He's in Rocket Man. That's right. And he's great in that. That's right. Yeah, he, he's done a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Um, he's not good in... He, he, not, not, nothing about this is kind of like worthy of his talents, no. but you know. No. So, um, yeah, that wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes, rate it, review it, and most of all, share it. That gets more dudes listening to the dudes. we got to grow the dude army. That's right. Um, if you don't use iTunes or in any other podcatcher, leave a rating and review there and share that stuff with other people because you know they want to hear it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they just looked Sorry. at me like, what? <laughs> they want to hear this? Yeah, uh, or go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there. Right. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, like, just, just search for Dudes on Movies. We'll come right up. That's where we do most of the interaction uh-huh. we have with listeners. Um, and we have an email address, uh, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. That's right. And Dudes on Demand continues. I mean, you can keep putting requests in, but it's filling up, yes, dude. So, that's um, right. This next week, we're going to do 1964's A Hard Day's Night. It's the Beatles movie, mm-hmm. folks, directed by Richard Lester, starring the Beatles. This is a request from Debbie in St. Louis. Thank you very much. Yes. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Next time.